0: Welcome to the Confident Money Podcast, where we talk money, finances, and accounting for real people without all the technical jargon, patronizing, and gatekeeping. I'm your host, Caitlin Magnuson, and I'm going to be your new finance bestie. This episode is going to be short and sweet, and I debated it combining with one of the other ones, but I felt like it really needed its own as a standalone. One of the things that makes me different as a financial professional, financial educator is, we're going to say I get a little bit woo. Okay. I am a left-brained individual with a creative streak. Uh, My business actually used to be called left brain results. A few of you will remember that from way back in the day because I saw myself as the left brain accounting number side to the creative business owners, right brain that I worked with. And that's all well and good. And there's a place for that. I am a big picture thinker. I love seeing how all the puzzle pieces come together. Love it. However, I want to talk about limiting beliefs and money mindset, because I don't think this season would be complete without having touched on those. And some of you may be like, oh yeah. And some of you may be a little bit skeptical or a little bit dismissive. And I understand. I, (laughs) I came from a family who had some real, still does have some limiting beliefs. Um, a lot of my family, extended family, didn't talk about money, good, bad, and different. Um, thought that a lot of rich people were bad people, evil people, greedy people, yet also desired financial security. And if you think, if you want to be wealthy and you want to be able to have the finances and the ability to donate to causes that you want to support to make as big a difference as possible, but you believe that wealthy or rich people are inherently evil or greedy. Don't we think that subconsciously you might kind of block yourself from becoming the wealthy person that you think you want to be? So this is not going to be as in depth as you all would need it, but I want to bring it to your attention that being aware of some of your limiting beliefs that pop up, maybe it's money doesn't grow on trees. Maybe it's work has to be hard or I can't love my work or I never have enough money. Or maybe it's, I always have just enough money. That's one that's been one of mine for years. And I have, I have always had enough money that might have looked like putting stuff on credit cards that might have looked like getting a raise or having a deposit come through from someone at just the right time. I always had enough money, but I didn't have overflowing money. I didn't have abundant money. And that is something that I had been actively working on for the last couple of years. And I'm now finally getting to a point where That is actually becoming a reality because sure enough, beforehand, my income has doubled, tripled, quadrupled, and I still only had enough, right? I had, I had enough and it was mind boggling to me, but a car would need to be fixed or I would buy something else for the house or, you know, we would look to move or we would go on a trip. I was really good at finding a way to spend Any extra money and analyzing that and honestly, working through that and working through like having an abundance of money, having an overflow of money. What did that look like? What did that feel like? What did the energetics of that? And again, we're going to get a little woo here, but what did the energetics of that feel like? What is the Caitlin that's at that point? Like what, what does she do? What is my day? How do I feel? How do I interact with those around me? How do my client and team experiences change? And stepping into, because you can look at the science of it, so much of what we're able to visualize helps us shift our reality and shift our subconscious and our limiting beliefs. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe and join our community at confidentmoneypodcast.com where we share resources and all of the money happenings. Plus you can send feedback and suggestions for what you'd like to see covered in future episodes. That's confidentmoneypodcast.com. Okay. Back to the show. I know you've probably all heard that, you know, basically the brain can't tell the difference between memories and visions. If I remember appropriately, And that's why you will see a lot of, you know, high performing athletes that go through visualization exercises. And we're looking at something kind of similar here. You know, it's something that I practice regularly, um, in many aspects of my life. And I also want to encourage all of you. So as you're, you're assessing what comes up, right? Maybe your parents never had quite enough. And you ended up feeling that you too will never have quite enough or you're never quite worthy of having enough. Why? And you're going to write an answer down and then you're going to go, okay, but but why? And you're going to go further. And if you feel that you need someone to work through this with, there are a lot of really great money mindset resources out there, limiting belief resources, but doing some work to understand your own personal baggage we're going to call it okay right we all have different limiting money beliefs scarcity mindset that pops up all of these things i'm not here to tell you that they just magically go away i have had similar you know things pop up over the over the years i'm like wait a second like feels like whack a mole sometimes you're like i i thought i'd gotten that one handled and There's a saying that one of my old business coaches has had that that was like, you know, new level, new devil. You may have that same thing pop up in a different way when, you know, you take on this new really big job or you bring in this new client. You're like, wait a second. I thought we, we knocked this out and you may have, but it may still come up in a a new way in uh, you know, a transfigured way than it had in the past. And that's okay. We're gonna acknowledge it, and we're gonna be like, "Okay, well, where's where's this coming from? Cool. Where is this not true?" And this comes up a lot too when people are looking at pricing. Think of being a business owner, right? Or think of even if you're in corporate and you're like, oh, "People don't pay for that." Yeah, but someone does. Like, where can you disprove that? I work with a lot of creatives, right? So we're gonna say you're a photographer. People won't pay ten thousand dollars for a wedding photographer. Yeah, except they do. There are people that make way more than that. So let's find some examples. Who are people that you can find that you know are charging that? What does their work like? What are they doing? What is their client experience? How do they present themselves? And that gives you a little bit of a roadmap for how you yourself could be there. And I find that to be really encouraging. I do the same thing in looking at other business owners. You know, looking at other people that I want some of what they have and not in a, Ooh, I'm so jealous. Right. But I'm looking at them as proof that if they've done it, why the fuck can't I like, where can we be learning from them? Where can I be going? Oh yeah. But it gets to be that way. It gets to be easy, enjoyable, fun, you know, whatever you may believe it doesn't get to be. Find an example of what you want it to be and what you think it can't, or find multiple examples and then be like, see brain, see this, this literally is proof of what could be. And I want us all collectively, if you take nothing else away from this episode, I would really encourage you to have a gratitude practice because I don't want you sitting in this stage of wanting, right? And that's part of what I practice with like vision boards and intention setting and all of that is getting really really clear on my intentions, getting really clear on what I want, which we've talked about in this season with your finances, with your future, with what you want your life to look like. We're getting really clear. We're laying out what that feels like. We're making plans. And then we're letting go of our death grip on it. We have a plan, we are doing our thing, we are taking the steps, we are being grateful for everything that we currently have in our life, and we are moving forward. And then we're pausing every three months, every year, whatever, to assess that that is still what we want and that we are still taking the steps that we want. So where in your life can you be practicing gratitude? Because for myself personally, I credit that with being one of the biggest game changers for my business and for myself personally. Because if you have ever, and I'm going to give you this as an example, okay? And this happens a lot with my vision board stuff too. Let's say you want to buy a red Jeep. And you're like, yeah, 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 I want to buy a red Jeep. I want to buy a red Jeep. And you go out and about and now all of a sudden, all you see are red Jeeps. When before you didn't see them or you weren't aware of them. That's because you've brought your awareness to them. And then your brain is showing you, look, look, see, there's a red sheep. There's a thing. There's a thing. Similarly, we want to be finding the things that we're grateful for with our gratitude practice, with our manifesting, with our intention setting, right? Right. So if every morning I get up and I'm focusing on things in my life that I am grateful for, and let's be realistic, it doesn't happen every morning. Sometimes I wake up and I completely fucking forget that I'm supposed to be grateful, right? I may have been sour. I may have woken up in a weird mood. I may have woken up because a dog needed out and I come back to it later in the day. Or I walk outside and it is perfect and it is sunny and it is warm Find the moments and find the things to be grateful for. So I'll pause in that moment and just acknowledge how grateful I am for where I am, for my house, for my friends and family, for my team, for my business, for this moment right here, this sunny, perfect day. Find it, acknowledge it. And then you will be noticing more of it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more things that you express gratitude for every day, every hour, twice a day, whatever it is that works for you, the more you make this a habit, the more your brain is seeking these positive things that you're being grateful for. And then it starts to become easier to be grateful for them. And you notice more good things in your life. And it feels like such a snowball effect Gratitude practice has been the biggest thing that has changed for me. And shameless plug, it's not for my book, although it will be eventually. Um, Think and Grow Rich. Not Think and Grow Rich. This is a, I'm going to say parody or spinoff of. Think and Grow Rich by Pam Grout is one of my favorite gratitude books, we'll say, to get you started with playing with this idea. I first read it in early 2017. And I loved it. It's easy. It's fun. It's light. You can open it up and pop into any of the chapters and they have what she calls party games. They're fun ways to find gratitude in your life and to make it a part of your life. So I really recommend, I don't know what the audiobook is like. I'm very much a physical book person for things like that. Um, so I bought it. We'll link it in this episode in the show notes and have fun with it. Have fun. That is the number one thing with this is like, yeah, we're, we're being grateful and we're being intentional and we're focusing on all, on all of this, but like, where can we bring more levity? Where can we have more fun with it? Where can we have more pleasure, more joy, more unbridled laughter in our lives? And then you'll see the same thing with your intentions, right? Gratitude is, I feel like for what is in the here and the now is for where I am, what I've done intentions or, you know, my vision board setting or things of that nature. Those are for things that are to come to pass. And it's a very similar process for me where I'm with this financial blueprint, right? With this financial planning, where can you be speaking your future self into being, I am a person who, I am an author. I am a successful multi six figure business owner. I am you know, able to work four hours a week. I am whatever it is. And say it as they are now and hold what that version of yourself looks like. And then go out and do your thing. So the biggest difference I think is that I'm not here to just give you strategy and I'm not here to just give you the energetics and the woo. This is the two of them together. We are going to get clear on our intentions. We are going to set those intentions and then we're going to do some fucking work to achieve them, right? We're going to put the ball in motion. We're going to you want to make more money and you're in corporate? Cool. We're going to advocate for a raise. We're going to look for an additional position. We're going to look to job hop. We're going to put all of that out there and we're going to put the effort in and trust that it's coming to us. We're not just going to go, Oh yeah, you know, I want that. And then sit back here and be negative about our job and hate everything that's going on because that is not going to serve ourselves. That is not going to serve your future self, your future vision of who you are. So it's the combination that's really powerful, right? Setting the intention, getting really crystal clear on what that looks like, holding what it feels like, letting go of that death grip, and then taking aligned action, putting one foot in front of the other to do what you can to move yourself towards that goal. If you loved this episode, make sure to leave a five-star review for a chance to win a free financial strategy session with yours truly, Caitlin Magnuson. We do the drawing the first week of every month and to be eligible, you'll want to leave a five-star review and include your IG handle so we can contact the winner. I'll see you next time where we'll chat real finances for real people.